Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Rochelle LaCour. This week, I'm sharing something very special with you. It's an interview that I did with Grace Nelson from Grace and Charlotte. She is a business startup strategist, podcast PR specialist, and the co-founder of Grace and Charlotte. They are thriving female startup entrepreneurs, and they are just amazing, amazing women in this industry, and I'm just so grateful to be connected with them. Enjoy. We have another really brilliant uh, podcast interview in store for you all. I'm excited to be here today. Um, you, you can't see for those of you that are listening to this podcast, um, but I'm actually alongside the amazing Rochelle Lacourt. Um, and um, I'm not going to introduce Rochelle because I know that I won't even do justice to what she does. So I'm going to hand over the mic to her in a bit to introduce herself. But today we're really going to be delving deep into the topic all about why understanding your body's wisdom can lead to massive shifts in your business. Now, I'm even intrigued to learn more. So I encourage you to listen with an open mind, have your notepad, your pens, you know, your favorite beverage, whatever it is around you ready, because I know Rochelle's going to be really dropping some insights. So, Michelle, welcome. Thank you so much for having me here, Grace. It's such a pleasure to connect with you. I just adore you and Charlotte so much. So this is just such a treat to be a guest here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. And, you know, the, the honor is all ours as well. So, Michelle, just to kick off then, for the listeners, those tuning in today, I would love for you just to share a bit about yourself, what exactly you do and also your journey to actually getting you to the point of what you do today. Ooh, really getting into the juice right off the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't hold back. We want to dive straight in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for this question. Well, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Rochelle Accord. I'm a women's empowerment coaching professional. I'm also a podcaster and I'm an online business owner. I help my clients to awaken and discover their highest potential and level up to achieve their deepest desires and goals in all aspects of their life, from improving their relationships with themselves, because we all know how important that relationship is to their relationships with other people, um, and also to their relationship with God. Uh, and everything in between. That's that's kind of a Coles Notes version of what I like to do. And part of my practice, how I help clients achieve this, is really getting them in tune with their bodies. So I'm so excited to share on this subject with you today because our bodies store everything. And I'm not just talking about the bag of chips that maybe you ate yesterday. <laughs> I'm talking about like trauma. I'm talking about memories. I'm talking about things that have happened or occurred that you may be aware of or maybe are not aware of mm -hmm. or in your subconscious. And then they can show up when you're trying to build your business, when you're trying to connect with, with people, when you're trying to figure out what your purpose is. Your body just has this beautiful intelligence about it. And when you're able to tap into it and tune into it, that is just dynamite. So yeah, a little bit about how I got here. Yes, please. I, yeah, I was definitely on my own self-discovery journey. I was miserable. I was not a very nice person to always be around. I always put on, you know, the, the nice face. I was always the nice girl, but deep inside I was just bitter and angry and I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't figure things out. Mm. And it wasn't until I started really doing a deep dive inwards into my trauma and into my past that I really started to realize and recognize 
whoa, this stuff has been holding me back from really living my life and not just living my life, but like enjoying living my life because every day we wake up, we're living our lives, but are we enjoying them? Are we enjoying our life? And, and I was not enjoying my life. So a big turning point for me was in July of 2015, my mom passed away from cancer and it just rocked my world. I had no idea how much I had put into you know, her being sick with cancer. And I had no idea how much I had like invested in that and just Mm -hmm. her. And after she passed, I kind of just went into, you know, one of the seven stages of grief when I was in shock and I was numb and I just couldn't cope. And so I did what I always did. I just kept working out and I just kept pretending like everything was okay. And I just kept working and then I lost my job. And then I lost my house and I had to sell my vehicle and I was like, what is happening right now? My whole world literally just. Yes. Yeah. All in a short space of time. Yeah. That was from July until November 17th, I think, Mm -hmm. to November 17th. All of this happened in that short period in 2015. And it just shook me to my core. And I was like, whoa, I need to wake up. Like, what am I missing? What am I not doing? What am I not acknowledging? And that's, that's when I started working on things. I met this wonderful breath integration therapist. She really helped me get to the root of some of my issues, things that I, things that I had stuffed down for like ever and was like, oh, that, yeah, that'll never bother me again. No, no, it comes up. And when it does, it's very inopportune. So that's a little bit of my story and, and how I kind of navigated through that. Um, and then, yeah, I was just so inspired to help other women on their journey because so many of us have exper- experienced abuse. We've experienced mm-hmm. physical abuse, physical abuse, emotional, mental, and all of that stores in our in our nervous system. And then you're walking around in this like fight or flight state where it doesn't matter who you interact with, you're always on. Yes. That, yes. That's, that's not a good place to be. Yeah. Such a powerful share. Thank you, Rochelle. And, you know, I'm... It's it's kind of, it's really heartbreaking, kind of you know, just hearing your story, 2015, the place where you were at, and uh, you know, it must have felt like everything was spiraling out of control. But look at you now, you know, the it, it's hard, but you know, they say that you have to go through a, a breakdown to experience a breakthrough, to which you have a beautiful breakthrough, whereby now you're able to give back and to help other women to look within, do the inner work, which is so important. So I really love what you're doing and it's a true inspiration. So thank you for that. Um, And Michelle, I wanted to touch on just the power of the body. Now, I guess, I mean, my story is very different um, in terms of um, I'm experiencing an autoimmune condition and I neglected my body for years. I never really took my body seriously, really sad to say. But now my eyes have been opened up to just how powerful our body really is. And, you know, all of the the pain that I experienced through the flare-up, you know, it's all kind of emotional baggage that I've been holding on to. How I treated my body with all the negative talk in the early days. You know, my body was screaming for that love and attention. Um, so I'm really excited to, to, to go deeper into this with you. And um, one of the things I wanted to share, Rochelle, is um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Are you familiar with good old Dr. J? I, I have heard of him, yes. Yeah. Um, he 
he's got like a very famous statement that says, by the age of 35, we're just a set of memorized behaviors and patterns and ways of thinking. So it's at this age that we need to unlearn everything that we've ever been taught to move forward. So that's why a lot of the inner work is important, especially if you're at the age of 35, which I'm, yes, I am at. Uh, <laughs> just I won't tell you. <laughs> I'm yeah, just to move forward, because, you know, all of those things that, that's deep within our subconscious clearly wasn't serving us beforehand. You know, it's it's impressionable things from society and other factors. So a lot of unlearning and relearning needs to be done. And um. Now, the ladies here um, very much know that and are on that journey as well. Yeah. Um, so, Michelle, I want to ask, so the majority of our audience have a business in the early stages of wanting to start one. And as we know, entre entrepreneurship is a massive journey, you know, on all parts of us. Um, however, a lot of the, the time, the discussion around body, its wisdom, is never really, it's never really talked about, to be honest. Uh, hardly. So I really want you to kind of touch more upon this, just how integral it is. Um, yeah, just would just love to hear from you in your own words about it a bit more. Oh my gosh, this is, we could talk about this for a really long time. <laughs> we might have to do a second interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, where to begin? Okay, for in thinking of it in the in the context of when we are first starting our businesses so we have these great ideas and we're like wow okay i really want to coach people and i want to coach women and i want to help them with xyz okay i figured that out now where do i start then we start thinking okay how do i start what's my overhead we we start going through the the bullet points of what it is that we need to do yeah. while we're doing that our mind is focused but is our body present Oftentimes when we get in our minds, we're in our mind and we're not in our body. Yeah. That's not a bad thing, but it's also not a great thing and it's not always a productive thing, meaning that when you're so much in your head, you're so much in your mind, you're not able to fully be aware and conscious and acknowledge what your body may be experiencing or trying to express to you. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. Finding my niche took me forever. It took me forever, okay? I wanted to help everyone. I was like, oh my gosh, everybody needs help. Like, I just want to help everybody. Yes. So many people go through this. It's it's not a, an yeah. interesting thing. We've yeah. been there before. <laughs> yeah, so I, I realized that what was happening was I was so hyper-focused in my brain. What is it that I want to do? How do I want to help people? That I wasn't paying attention to the subtle cues that were happening in my body. So every time I would go to take action, my body would be pulling back, it would be closing down, I would be distracting myself, I would be finding other things to do, I would procrastinate. And then it just hit me one day, I was like, wow, it's taken me two years and I still haven't figured this out. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I haven't figured it out because I'm not listening to my body, I'm not tuning into what's going on in here as I'm doing this. Yes. And the second I made that shift, the second I started tuning into my body and realizing this doesn't work for me, you know, the, the man's nine to five, Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. kind of thing, that doesn't work for me. I have to work a little bit more with my cycle, you know, my menstrual cycle. So mm -hmm. my in the first part of my, my menses, you know, the bleed, I need to just take rest, complete rest. That is the winter. Mm 
the spring part of my cycle, so post menses, pre-ovulation, then I can, you know, I'm starting to plant the seeds. I'm starting to have creative ideas. I'm like, mm, mm, this feels really good. I really want to do this. Oh, this, this is awesome. Okay, I'm going to create the content. And then the summer comes, and that's when you're doing all of the things, and you're right out there, and you're like, oh, look at all the stuff I'm creating. This is fantastic. <laughs> then you hit the fall, and it's time to wrap things up, and it's time to get prepared for that rest cycle again. And that has really worked for me because I was listening to my body. I realized, okay, I'm waking up at 5.30 in the morning to get on my computer for a minimum of two hours to create content. Well, that's all great and well and good and everything. It wasn't substantial con content. It was content that was from my heart. It was just something yes. I was doing just to do it. Yeah, like a chore. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. And it takes the joy out of it. And I was like, I want to do this. Like, And then, of course, I would go right back to what my flesh has always done, distract, mm -hmm. procrastinate, avoid. Yes. Okay, so if I'm getting to the point where I'm procrastinating, distracted, or avoiding things, I know that I need to take a break and then assess, ask myself these questions. What am I avoiding? Why am I distracting myself? And what am I procrastinating around? Mm, and when yeah. I start to ask those questions, and I know those questions seem really simple, but they're a lot harder to ask yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I started to ask myself those questions, I realized I don't feel worthy. Mm. I don't feel smart enough. I don't feel like I'm accredited enough. I have like so many certifications and yet I, I question my my ability to perform these things because I was basing my value off of my ability to perform. Mm, interesting. Like, yeah. yeah. So when you're basing your value off of something that is not actually measurable, something that's completely illogical, it's not like you can pour it in a cup and see, okay, I have a cup of, you know, performance and half a yeah. cup of procrastination. No, you like it's not measurable. Once mm -hmm. you realize that, then you can kind of reassess things. Okay, you know what? Maybe today this just doesn't work for me that I need to create content. Maybe it feels more aligned for me to go take a walk in the field with my dogs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying take inaction. I'm not saying avoid completely and distract and just don't do anything because then you'll end up two years later like I did. <laughs> trying to Finally realizing what your niche is. But I am saying it was so integral for my process to really start addressing this. And it took me that time to really develop that natural reflex yeah. of that self-awareness to realize, okay, I'm doing this thing. It doesn't feel good. My stomach's turning. I'm like getting a headache and I want to distract myself or I want to do this or this or this. I want to do everything but what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's my indicator. Okay, this is not aligned for me right now. This is not something that I need to be doing. What do I need to be doing? What would actually feel good to me that still serves a purpose in my business? Because taking care of yourself is serving your business. Yes. You yes. want to be, yeah, you want to be out there and being amazing and shining bright like a, you know, like the sun in your business. You need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself because doing everything half-assed or halfway is not going to get you there. It's not going to get the, you the results. It's not to say that you don't need to put in that half-assed effort sometimes, because sometimes we just have to put in the grunt work. Yeah, yeah. But it's also honoring yourself. Okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes of work and take a 15-minute break. Yeah. In that 15 minutes, I'm going to have a cup of tea. I'm going to just go offline. I'm going to go outside. Whatever it is that you want to do in that little break. And like actually being conscious and like setting up little breaks or time schedules that actually work for you. So you're not looking at the time going, oh, it's 
nine o'clock and I need to work on my business until at least seven tonight. Like 10 hours, like, come on, there's so many other things you need to be doing. Like you need to be out there networking. You need to be out there seeing what other people are doing. Inspiration. Yeah. Powerful share. Thank you for that, Rochelle. And I, I agree with all the points that you raised, you know, about taking the aligned action and you're in business for the long run. For many of us, our business is our legacy. So, you know, if you feel like you're you're constantly feeling emotionally drained or when you're sitting down to write content, it just feels like a real drag, then, you know, you need to take stock and ask those powerful questions like you did mm-hmm. to interrogate, to dig down, to find out what's sucking the joy out of what you're doing and how can you make it more delicious again? Yeah. You know, like, like you did, you know, taking time out to, to review and everything. So really, really great share on that one. Um, so Rochelle, for somebody who has been living in autopilot, you know, as many of us do most, well, me most days actually, um, living that autopilot kind of life and not really connected with themselves for a long time, how would you advise that they get started? And reconnecting great question thank you for asking okay when we are in autopilot it's usually because we know what our schedule is ahead of time we know on monday we're doing this tuesday this wednesday this thursday this friday this saturday sunday off Mm -hmm. we know that that's our schedule so our bodies will always just do exactly what they've been programmed to do so when i say programmed i mean conditioned so it means that we've set this schedule Mm -hmm. and we've constantly done that We've constantly gone back to the same thing Monday through Friday and programmed ourselves to just operate in that place. When we're getting to the point where we're just completely disconnected and we're just in autopilot and we're just doing things to do things, that can be a really dangerous place to be in. Not in the sense that it's dangerous to your health, but it's just dangerous in the sense that it's not fruitful for your well-being. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I like to do, especially as I mentioned, is just scheduling in blocks of time where you go be creative, where you go be in nature, where you go have a glass of a cup of tea or my favorite thing to have like a little nap in the afternoon. I like plug in Golden Girls and I just like listen to the old ladies. (laughs) It's just the funniest show, and I have a half hour nap, and I just and then I wake up and I feel. Oh, sleepy. that is much. I can't take half hour naps because I'll never wake up in that half. Oh, hour. a timer. Got a timer. <laughs> yeah, because those little power naps, and especially for me, the way I operate, like I get up in the morning at five thirty. I take mm-hmm. care of kids. I take care of dogs. I take care of a husband. He goes to work, okay. and then my day starts. And then I go to the gym for an hour, and I do high intensity training. Mm-hmm. And then I come home, I shower, and then I start my work. And while those things may seem autopilot, I look forward to each and every one of them because I get to be engaged with each and every single aspect of it. Yes. And to your point, when things are sucking the joy out of your day or out of your life, those are things that maybe need to be revamped. Get mm. with it. So if you don't enjoy getting up at 5.30, that's okay. Get up at 7.30 or whatever your time clock is, your natural time clock. If you have a schedule, if you have a job, a nine to five that you have to attend, Obviously, there needs to be some compromise there. Maybe you wake up five minutes earlier and you spend five minutes in prayer or you spend five minutes in contemplation or you spend five minutes in gratitude or you spend five minutes walking outside or maybe you just take your coffee and you sit outside in the sunshine. They say getting the morning sun is the best thing you can do for yourself because it encourages your body to release cortisol, which is necessary to help process stress. Uh, 
yes, yes, so yes. reducing, yeah, it's reducing the inflammation that stress can bring to our bodies by making sure that we're getting that. And as you can see, the sun's trying to shine here. <laughs> so it's, it's very helpful and it's very healing. So I'm not sure if that really answers your question, but that's sort of the, the, the pointers that I would do scheduling blocks of time. Mm-hmm. get to do like, like little pleasure injections in your day. Like, yes. oh, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have tea and a biscuit here. I'm gonna have, um, you know, a five minute walk here. I'm gonna have a 15 minute whatever here. I'm gonna take a 20 minute siesta here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, just, I think it's important. You need those pattern disruptors to break out, you know. Yeah. That you're constantly present. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise your flesh will just keep doing exactly what it's done. So. There's, there are these really great examples where when people are experiencing, um, you know, a traumatic event, mm-hmm. they go, they actually do go on autopilot because their, their mind and their body don't know how to process what's happening. So their body will always do what it has done. So mm-hmm. it may fight, it may run away, it may freeze. Yes. That's, that's a natural reaction because that's what your flesh has always done. Same thing with piano. Like if you're someone who's learning how to play piano, if you stop playing for a long period of time and you go back to it, your body will remember. Your body has a memory and that's the beauty of it. It's just like women who work out and then they have a baby and they don't work out while they're pregnant and then afterwards they get back into it. Their muscles have memory and they string back and they're like, whoo, like I feel great. My body looks great. It looks better than it did before. That's because your body remembers what it's like to go through those exercises, to do that, you know, strength and conditioning training, all of those things. So true. So true and so powerful. You know, these, these, you know, goddesses and gods, you know, that where we're carrying around our bodies, our temples, such amazing things. Um, So Rochelle, can you talk to us about the power We've kind of touched upon it, the power of relationships that we already have with our bodies, um, but beyond surface level. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, this is a great question. So our bodies have ways of communicating with us via facial expressions, via digestive expression, <laughs> and just overall general feelings in the body. So for for some people, they may experience things like anxiety. So anxiety is usually in my experience, I usually feel it, I would feel it in my chest. It's kind of like this buzzing, this humming, and then almost like a shaking. And I would know, okay, what am I being double-minded about? Double-minded means that I'm trying to be in two places in my brain at once. And that's just not possible. So what would bring me back to being in that center point of yes. my mind? So usually when people are experiencing anxiety, it's fear of the future. They're anticipating something. There's a fear of anticipation. Something might happen. Something might happen. Something might happen. Yes. And bring their body into that state of chaotic frenzy. But, yeah. Then there's um, digestive expression. So mm-hmm. you just finished eating and you were entirely on social media the time that you ate. I'm not going to give anybody, you know, <laughs> for that, but eating yeah. and being present with your food is so important. And the reason why it's so important is our digestion begins in our mouth. So if you're totally over here on your phone, distracted while you're eating and you're not tasting your food and you're not chewing mm. your food, your digestive system doesn't actually 
produce the amounts of bile and digestive enzymes necessary to break down proteins, fats, and carbs. Mm -hmm. And this is really critical for people to know when they experience indigestion, when they experience heartburn, when they experience gas or bloating. Often it's because of a lack of presence. Sometimes it can be related to food sensitivities, mm -hmm. um, but it's really important to be eating in a rest and digest state. So rest and digest means that you're sitting there, you're focused, you're not standing up, doing a hundred things, stuffing your face and, you know, trying to get your, your lunch in or your sandwich or whatever you're eating. It's sitting I definitely need to take note on that one. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just not possible, mm. but it's like, if you can take two minutes and even eat half of your sandwich or half of your lunch, fully present, mm. looking at the food, looking at the lettuce that you put on there so carefully and whatever else, like the tomatoes and like tasting the food and tasting the bread and feeling how soft it is and the crunch of the lettuce. Yes. The more you can connect with that nature, the natural, the food that you're putting in your body, the more you'll realize how much your body is receiving that nourishment mm. and eating that nourishment. Because we need that nourishment. We don't just need food to keep us fueled to keep us running and, you know, being optimal in our business. We also need it for healing. We yes. deserve healing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. Brilliant. Do you know what, you know, I'm, I'm actually definitely taking note. You, you're definitely dropping a lot of wisdom here today, Michelle. Thank you. Um, Michelle, another question then. So from a holistic point of view, what are some of the minimum daily principles that we should be implementing as entrepreneurs? Ooh, that's a great question. So I guess that would depend on your schedule. So if you're a full-time entrepreneur, making sure that you schedule, in my personal opinion, 60 minutes, 60 mm -hmm. minutes a day where you are just taking that time for yourself to reconnect and to do something that feels good to you. If that's not in your schedule, if you're working a full-time nine to five, plus you're building your business, yes. even having in the membership. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I've been there. So for me, taking an hour, I was like, I don't like, there's not enough time in the day. Like I can't add hours to a 24 hour clock. Like this is not going to work for me. So what I had to do is I had to, to gradually implement five minute increments. Mm -hmm. And that's what I started with. It didn't seem like much, but to me, it felt like everything. I, it was so hard for me to even schedule the five minutes because I was like, oh, that's five minutes. It's going to take away from me building my business. That's five minutes. It's going to take away from me being creative. Mm -hmm. but what I realized was that five minutes was what, my body and my mind and my soul needed to relax and to rest and to actually stay in the creative flow rather than up, down, up, down, up, down. It, it's, it's really like based off of what your schedule is, what your capacity is. When people say to me, I don't have time for that. I don't have, I don't have an hour in my day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to challenge you because our phones tell you how much time you spend on the screen and tell you yes. how much time you spend on certain apps exactly. time. So I want you to go in there and tell me what is your average screen time per day? And if it's seven hours, there's a little reality check there. So oh, yes. there's, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, you know, many women that come into a world, you know, that that's the excuse that they use not enough time, but it's not a case of time. It's it's not a priority for you. Exactly. And that, that's the exactly. huge kind of opener, like, oh my gosh, I'm not making it priority. So it's kind of yeah. reframing it that way yeah. as well. So yeah, I agree. So yeah, I would say five to 60 minutes 
mm -hmm. per day, every day where you're just doing something to nourish yourself. And, you know, like Grace said, if you're using the, I don't have time as an excuse, I have little kids, I have this, I have this, I have this, go through your day and actually see how much time you spend scrolling. Yeah. See how much time you spend avoiding things and exactly. you'll start to notice you need yeah. that five minutes. Yeah. That's your wake up call, your wake up call. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah. So Rochelle then, tell us, what are you working on at the moment? What's going on in your world? <laughs> okay, so currently I am working on building one part of my business, which is an e-commerce business. Mm -hmm. So I have this fantastic e-commerce business where I have like vegan skincare, natural cleaning products, you know, the kind that actually work. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. so that's kind of, um, that's kind of been the focus of my, my energy um, after hours, mm -hmm. if you will, aside from my coaching business, because when you're building an e-commerce store, uh, there is a lot of coaching that is involved with that. And I actually get to receive mentorship and coaching for that, for that encouragement mm -hmm. uh, to keep me motivated and to keep me moving forward with that, because we all know the value of working with someone who has gone before us and who has done those things, like working with you, Grace, working yeah. with Scarlett. It's just so impactful. So that is one of the big projects that I am working on right now. And another big project that I am working on is um, I'm, I'm putting together a like a coaching um, group. Okay. So yeah, like I just really want to offer people more opportunities to experience that mind body awareness, mm -hmm. figuring out the self, figuring out what is my body actually saying <laughs> versus what do I think it's saying? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, those are my big projects right now. Uh, aside from that, dealing with chickens. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of a farm here. So, you know, I oh, do have. Brilliant. How exciting. Yeah. Mary chickens. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the e commerce project then, is that due to launch soon or is that live already? It's already live. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's already live. live. You bet. And it's just an ongoing, just like any other business, it's an ongoing process and ongoing learning. Oh, brilliant. Um, Michelle, of course, um, we're going to drop all your details. Well, all your details are in the show notes below to those that are listening. But um, just, you know, where can people connect with you? Where, where do you hang out? Where can people find you? I am primarily on Instagram. It is my go-to platform. Yes. You can find me there at Madame Lacourt, and that's M-A-D-A-M-E. L-E-C-O-U-R-T. And also on Telegram, I just recently started a channel there. It's okay. called the RLC, standing for Rochelle LaCourt Coaching Forum. Mm -hmm. And uh, just something that I love to, to do. Every Friday, I send out an email, and it's called Fresh Cut Friday. And in that email, I share little nuggets of wisdom. I usually share a recipe because I'm a big-time foodie, so sharing delicious recipes is just love it. my heart to share that. And then either a piece of music or a workout, um, because these are all just different aspects of myself that I love to share and encourage people with. So you can find me there. I also have a Facebook page, which is mm -hmm. Rochelle Court Coaching. And my website is RochelleCourtCoaching.com. Excellent. So there you have it. And all the, all of um, the uh, places that Rochelle also that she's hanging out are in the show notes below. So please do connect with her and get involved. Follow her. Rochelle, I have really enjoyed today's conversation and I've taken away a lot from it, as I know that the listeners have as well. So thank you so much for joining us here today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so yes, um, 
So if you have enjoyed this as much as I have, um, oh, Charlotte's online saying thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you for jumping on and enjoying. If you have enjoyed it, please do share this episode. Come on, let's get it far and wide with other people. Also, tag us on Instagram if you're sharing in your stories at uh, Female Startup Communities and at Madame Lacourt, which is very fancy and sexy. I love that. <laughs> um, and also share your biggest takeaways as well. So we'll leave it there. Thank you, Rochelle. Thank you so much, Grace. This has been amazing. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you.